Hey everyone, so I realized that my podcasts need an intro and I will be introducing myself at the beginning of each podcast from here on out just in case anyone's tuning in who has no idea who I am and you all probably have no idea who I am if you're just listening in and you are not my mom. So welcome to the podcast where I share my journey writing my first novel and I am a small business owner and entrepreneur living on the coast of Maine with my cat and my husband. And just a little bit more background for this second episode since I'm only just now really starting out here. So I am in the fashion industry. It's weird because I live in Maine, but I only recently moved out here a year and a half ago. And the fashion industry is currently at a complete standstill. So I'm quarantining alongside the models that I manage. And even though people are still kind of out and about in Maine, I really have no work at the moment. And the company that I run is a very positive, uplifting company for the fashion industry, which treats models with respect and dignity and uh, protects models and promotes people of all different backgrounds and sizes and abilities. And it's a very positive thing. So it's really hard for me with that. Um, It's kind of stopped right now for the last two months. Um, Anyways, so that's me. That's my intro. And I wanted to just thank you again for joining me on this journey. I really truly hope you learned something. I hope that you enjoy the journey. And I'm realizing that this is a big leap of faith for myself starting this podcast because I need accountability. And this podcast Not only gives me a little bit more structure in my day-to-day life, especially during quarantine, but it also holds me accountable to actually finish my darn book. And just a little extra background, I've been working on this book for 10 years, and it hasn't been the same book the whole time, but it's been the same world. And it's this world that I built maybe even longer than 10 years ago that I am super invested in and passionate about, and I'm really excited to share it with you guys. And I'm excited to write my first novel, and hopefully it's worth all of the effort and actually turns out good in the end. Either way, I think I will be forced to actually publish it, even if it's just self-published, because I know how invested I can get in other people's journeys, and so... It's definitely going to get published one way or another. (laughs) But just to say, this podcast is a big leap of faith, and I'm enjoying the structure that it gives me. So today's topic I wanted to talk about will be a little bit more structured than my first episode, and I'm kind of practicing with different episode formats, I think. And this might not be the only format that I give you guys Moving forward, I definitely want to try to incorporate guest speakers at some point, but the topic that I wanted to talk about was theme and character arc, and um, 
I mentioned that I started world building this world that I am in um, probably over 10 years ago. I'm super invested in it. World building is probably my favorite thing to do when it comes to writing is thinking what if and thinking about ideas that sound cool, really. And just this one idea, it, it originally it was called the Water Age. And I actually went to school, um, not for marine sciences, but I had, I have a background in marine science. And my husband also, that's how we met. And I never pursued it. And you're probably wondering how the heck I ended up in the fashion industry running uh, my own management company. But um, I'm pretty nerdy. <laughs> yeah. So world building. I love water, basically, is what I'm trying to say here. And I love swimming. And so the what if here was, what if we all evolved what if we were forced to evolve into living in the water? That would be pretty cool, right? So that was my idea. And there was no plot, guys. I'm Plot is my Achilles heel. Plot, theme, character arc. These are all things that I have come over time to realize that I needed to work on. And I didn't really know it. And I didn't know what I was missing and I was actually terrible in English class. Um, I was a great student, and I think eventually all the teachers were like, she's trying hard, so let's give her a B or an A minus. <laughs> um, and maybe you did worse in English class than a B, but um, I'm pretty sure it was a pity B because I was just trying so hard, but I just did not get it. And I get it now, but that doesn't mean I'm an expert, and that doesn't mean that I know what I'm doing still. Like, theme eludes me even today, now that I'm exploring the topic. So, what is theme? I didn't know the answer to this probably more than a year ago. I mean, I did, but I just didn't know how to dig it up but so to me theme is the message that you want to tell the reader and it's what determines the emotion that the reader will come out of after reading your story and when I think of theme my two I'm not going to tell you my two favorite books but I, I really enjoy Ender's Game. And Ender's Game, while I can't like pinpoint and describe an exact theme without probably sitting down for an hour and saying these three words is what makes the theme of Ender's Game, I can say that it gives me emotions. And I don't think I've read it a second time. I read the next one, um, the one about Bean. But it, I think rereading it is a great idea, but also the power of it is taken away because that's the whole point of the book is 
that first time you read it, it's just like sucker punch to the gut. So how do you accomplish theme and character arc? How do you incorporate those into a novel that you are constructing? And the reason why I say constructing, you're not writing a novel, you're constructing one. You know how to write. At least I hope you do. I can't help you with that. (laughs) But uh, constructing a novel is not writing. And it's seeing where things need to go in order to create a beautiful piece. And on the small scale, that's easy. But a larger scale, once you've got 30,000 words, you're in the middle of your book. What keeps you from getting completely lost? And for me, I found StoryGrid. My mother-in-law recommended this resource to me. And you can just go to storygrid.com. And they also have a bunch of podcasts, which is where I started. And I started listening to these podcasts. And I was thinking, that's exactly what I needed. It basically provides you a blueprint for your story. And it might be a little cookie cutter, but only to a point. It gives you room to be creative and flex that creativity into your novel and innovate. And so when I was struggling with theme and I sort of had an idea of what my theme was by this point. I started listening to these podcasts and I was very excited because this was what I was looking for and it showed me the tools to incorporate the theme that I was slowly unearthing and it even helped me unearth the theme even more and now I just have this clarity that I didn't have before and I really recommend the story grid because even though they say that there's some resistance to it because it's like people just want to do their own process people just want to write and um, they don't want to like fit their story into a box but I don't I do see it as a box but I don't see it as a confining box because Your words are what creates the story, and your words are what innovate, and I don't think that that is uh, restricting those creative outlets. It's merely giving you a blueprint for the questions that you've been asking. So if you've been asking, how do I incorporate theme into my story? It's going to tell you how. It's going to give you a map. And I just found that incredibly insightful and helpful. And there's a lot to it. There's a lot of details. And it's easy to get lost in those details. But it's also a tool for editing your first draft. So... Say you are getting distracted by StoryGrid like me, which I get distracted easily. And I think that, if anything, 
I've learned from these podcasts so far is that I get distracted. And when I get distracted for too long a time, I'm not going to write that day, which is bad. And it's important to write a little bit every day, especially if you're trying to dive into the world of career writing like I am right now. For how long that'll last, I don't know, because if I start having to work again, I'm definitely not putting this down ever again. This book is getting finished. I am going to podcast my heart out, but um, it's going to be a little more difficult. So if you're getting distracted, use StoryGrid later. Check it out. Get Get lost in it for as long as you need, and whatever other resources you find as well, and then put it aside and finish your draft. And each time you get stuck, my rule has been more of a guideline. Just Google what you need when you need it. If you're stuck in an action plot line, um, I've never written action before and the other day I was stuck and Google got me unstuck. So if you're struggling with distractions like I do, um, and I think probably most people will struggle with distractions, it's impossible not to these days with social media. And I will definitely find myself going down the rabbit hole of Facebook or Instagram and it will just eat up so much time. But what I suggest is this. Um, The other day I was talking about getting a fresh start to your morning, getting a positive head start to the day. Um, I think that's a great way to get motivated early. And so you can get whatever out of your system you need in the morning, in the first few hours. And then you can tell yourself, I'm going to write. And you can either have a goal, you can have a time frame, or whatever you need to, you know, get that writing down. And forgive yourself if you don't get very much writing done that day. Even just a sentence, if it moves you forward in the story, that's important. And find ways to eliminate distractions or find methods that work for you that keep you on track. And I think that will eventually, once you recognize the problem that you're having, which I'm just now recognizing, you can start making progress and maybe even make quicker progress on your book. If anyone is working, either during this time or just in general, it's going to be a little bit harder. And I know that my work distracted me to a point that I did not make any progress on my story at all. Um, Late last year, I was able to make some progress on the plot line because that's my, my Achilles heel, as I mentioned. But I only was able to start having more revelations when I really took a pause from my work. And uh, I know that that's not helpful to hear if you are working, and I'm sorry, but this was my process, and my process was staring at a screen for 10 hours at a time. Not 
I mean, that's an exaggeration, of course, but that's my process is I need time to process what is going on in my story in order to make headway on the storyline. And I just did not have that time or that mental capacity. Even if I had time, like sitting down to write for 20 minutes was not useful for me because I didn't know where it was going and I didn't know my theme. And I know I wanted readers to come away from the book with emotions, with powerful emotions that said something about humanity. And I wasn't going to accomplish that by writing 20 minutes a day. And maybe my book is a little bit of a project and it's going to be hard. And that's okay because I have over the past two weeks decided that this is what I'm doing. I am finishing it. And before it was just like this background project that kept nagging at me. And I didn't know if I was ever going to finish it, but this is me saying now, thank you for listening to this podcast because you are my motivation now. No pressure. Um, <laughs> I'm going to finish it. And that's, that's just saying it is okay, but you need to feel that. If you're going to finish your book, you need to feel that you're going to finish it. So I think as I start getting into the takeaway of today's episode, I kind of want to emphasize the importance of um, pinpointing what is missing in your process or in your novel and teaching yourself to find the resources. For me, it was Google and then it was my mother-in-law. And she has been a resource this whole time, and I just wasn't ready to ask the right questions. Asking the right questions is going to lead you to the right answers. So when I asked the right questions, she started sending me resources, and that's how I found StoryGrid. I would not have found that alone. And maybe I didn't know how to properly ask the right questions on Google for them to pop up in the feed, but... I'm so thankful to have found StoryGrid, and I hope that if you also love StoryGrid after listening to this and after investigating yourself, I am grateful that you found it because for me, it's an important tool and it fills the, the missing piece that I was looking for. So as you start to move forward, I think you should ask yourself, as I have done what is missing, and what questions need to be asked for you to be able to move forward successfully. And those questions are going to give you the tools that you need to teach yourself how to write this novel, because learning how to write a novel is going to be hard. It's not this glossy, straightforward thing that when I first started, when I was little, I didn't think about construction of a novel. I was only thinking about the world and building that and having fun with it. And I think sometimes writing a novel is not going to be fun. 
Um, but if you stop enjoying the process, that might be an issue. I'm enjoying the process of learning because it's teaching me things that I never knew before. And that's an exciting thing for me. So I think at the end of these, I'm going to kind of map out a goal for myself since this podcast is helping me get an early start to the morning and making me feel productive and you guys are all holding me accountable. I think it's important that I make a small goal for myself today. It's actually really nice today. It's a little cold right now, but when it starts getting warm, my husband and I have a lot of important house projects to do because it doesn't get warm very often. So that's going to be a big part of my day today. So it's going to be a small writing goal. And because it's early and because I got an early start, I can do that. I can do a little bit of writing this morning before we go off into the realm of house projects. And I think today, if I just get a little bit done on the scene that I was working on yesterday, I will feel quite accomplished. So what are some things that you are going to work on for yourself today? Whether it be making small progress on your process, your plot, or your writing, your chapters. Uh, Ask yourself, what do you want to accomplish today? So thank you for listening today. I hope you took something away from today's episode. I certainly did. And thank you again for joining me on my journey.